let's crack on then, I guess. What up, what up? It's Craig, you're listening to the Fantasy Football UK. Let's nice. Do ah, hello, hello. Nice improv there. I like that. Um, yeah, welcome into Fantasy Football UK. You're listening to Jimmy and Craig, your weekly, daily, however often we manage to get it done, updates from this side of the Atlantic. Uh, Craig, how are you doing, mate? Oh, and yeah. two this week. Yeah, it was uh, not my finest week. Uh, yeah, let's just say it's uh, better days are ahead of us. Better days are ahead of us. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. It's all to do with the waiver wire, isn't it? This is what we're saying all along. The long season. It's uh, yes, but it goes too quickly. Uh, welcome in. Obviously, uh, Fantasy Football UK. If you're listening in, then you know where to find our podcast. Uh, we've moved over to Anchor FM, which is distributing to everybody um we're also available on twitter at ffuk boys and instagram fantasy football uk we are still working on youtube and by working on i mean um getting around to it when we can yeah pretty bad anyway uh week two is in the books and what a week two it was um Lots of actually predictable matches. We got our accumulator, what, 14 out of 15 correct? Uh, oh, yes. which, is, which isn't bad, but then uh, the Raiders, Raiders ruined everything. Good old Raiders. Good old Raiders. But hey, 100% record in their new stadium. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch it because it was on very late. But, I mean, I've, I've, I've checked out some of the scores. We had some uh, big performances from uh, Wallace and uh, Kamara. Yep, both on my team, but not quite enough to grab me the W. Frustrating. But uh, very eventful week two in the NFL. Uh, Going to jump straight in with the news and notes. Uh, yeah, let's go. Unfortunately, this week is predominantly led by injury news. Um, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to miss some, but just to rattle through these quickly, uh, over the first two weeks, so including previously injured players, we've had Drew Locke go down, Cortland Sutton, Christian McCaffrey, Michael Thomas, Kelly Golladay, Saquon Barkley, Jimmy Garoppolo, Raheem Mostert, Nick Bosa, Cam Akers, Brashad Perryman, Paris Campbell, Richard Sherman, Will Fuller. Who knows what was going on with that one? Not sure if you saw. He was just on the sideline a lot. Undisclosed injury. Tevin Coleman, Devontae Adams, Blake Jarwin, and George Kittle. I mean, wow. That's, uh, there's a lot there. Um, and a lot of 49ers there. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like the curse of no preseason is really coming in hard on, uh, especially the 49ers. Yeah, and as we've, as we are recording now, uh, Paris Campbell has just been put onto IR. Uh, 
So that is not good. It's not good. He was having what looked like a really good breakout season. Obviously, picked up a lot of rapport with Philip Rivers, his new QB out there. Uh, but it does mean that waivers are more important this week than ever before, possibly. With that many injuries, a lot of big names. I mean, potentially people have lost their first, second rounds here with Christian McCaffrey, Barkley, Golladay, Thomas, Devante Adams. Devante Adams is still questionable, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look great. I mean, I've got shares of these in uh, some of my other leagues uh, and they're, they're going to struggle. But hey-ho. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the thankfully, a few of them don't seem too serious. Uh, George Kittle seems more like a precautionary thing. Blake Jarwin is unfortunately done for the season. Devante Adams looks like... I think he probably would have come back in if Green Bay had needed him. Uh Michael Thomas will be hopefully a couple of weeks. Drew Locke is looking at a five-week span, I think. Uh, Cortland Sutton, unless I'm very much mistaken, I think he's done for the season. Yeah, I mean, talking about Drew Locke, uh, the, the Broncos did bring in uh, Blake Bortles. So clearly they are a bit more worried about it than you might think. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not a... It's not a great situation, but yeah, Cortland Sutton out for 2020, ACL. Saquon Barkley, ACL. Uh, it's a pretty brutal week. The 49ers especially, they've lost uh, two Nick of their Bosa. running backs. Oh. Yeah, Nick Bosa, they've lost Jimmy Garoppolo, they've lost Tevin Coleman, they've lost George Kittle for last week. Hopefully, uh, the majority of them will be short-term. Uh, but apparently, yeah, Cortland Sutton, quote, tore up his knee. Uh, I'm speaking from the perspective of somebody who's had an ACL and I did. I wouldn't say I tore it up. I don't know what he managed to do on that, but that's pretty fucking horrible. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So uh, injuries are a bitch. Yeah. Um, and we don't. Um, we don't wish it upon anyone except no, we don't. opponents. <laughs> but even then, we hope for short term. Uh, the number of people I've seen on the Twitter sphere uh, taking victory laps over injuries and stuff it's 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 a part of the game but it's not one that should be celebrated and it's not one we should wish on anyone um so to that huge list of people we wish them all the best in a swift and complication free recovery uh now waiver targets Ooh. <laughs> i mean obviously it depends on the depth of your league about who's still out there but Devante Freeman has apparently made a couple of visits. Again, whether or not he will uh, actually sign anywhere is a different matter. But uh, should I just go through my my sort of top, the top targets for waiver claims? Please do. Okay, I'm going to say the of they are the standout backups for the people who have been injured. So you've got mm. uh, we got some uh, Dion Lewis. Yeah, for uh, Saquon Barkley, who was quite effective when he came in, and uh, so he could be a good one. And uh, yet, have you seen what Gettleman said? Gettleman has said apparently Wayne Goldman can carry the load, and yet Wayne Goldman had two carries once Barkley went out. So, 
I mean, you never know. Coaches aren't the most reliable sources of information because uh-huh. they're constantly trying to play 4D chess with their opponents. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this guy's our main guy. Um, but Wake. I believe I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, obviously, then you got Christian McCaffrey's backup, uh, Davis. Interesting. But that was another surprise because I think most people were expecting possibly Reggie Bonifan to be the backup. I um, think Mike Davis is more, he's been there a few years, hasn't he? So he's a bit more. Mike Davis? No, he was at the Bears last oh, year, wasn't he? Oh, sorry. I'm, who am I thinking of? No idea. Who knows? Who knows? One of the old pack, uh, backups that they had. Uh, McKinnon. Yeah, that's game. the big one. Big game when uh, most it went out. Uh, don't know how serious most of its injury will be. Hard to tell. But yeah, but uh, he's was I think he went off after scoring a touchdown, which makes it his eighth game in a row. I think eight eight consecutive games uh, with a touchdown for Raheem Mostert. Um, but yeah, it's an MCL. He's got MCL sprain, so it's not a tear. Um. I don't know what the time frame on that is, but hopefully not too long. Depends on the MRI, apparently. So we're still awaiting news on that. Um, but he did record a top speed of 23.09 miles an hour. These guys He's are... Beating his own record. Jesus. These guys are quick. Um, yeah, Jarek McKinnon. So I think that's a obvious one, especially if Garoppolo's down. They're going to have to lean on the run game even more than they already do. Uh, and you've got uh, good old Darrell Henderson could be uh, depending on it's, the Rams back situation is a bit a bit up in the air because it is a bit by committee So and we don't know how injured uh, Cam Akers is so it's a bit it could it could be could be decent yeah apparently he's uh, knocked some cartilage loose in his ribs I, I've not even heard of that before, so I don't know what the time frame of the recovery on that is. <laughs> but it doesn't sound nice. And then in full PPR, Miles Gaskin, yeah. he, he did get quite a lot of targets, which is quite nice to see. Uh, if by some miracle he went undrafted in your league, run to the waivers, spend whatever fab you need on uh, Mike Gasicki, uh, you might be a bit late to the party, but... I I personally was hit by having him on my bench. Uh, that was probably my biggest regret this week. Uh, yeah. Not ever, because I lost to possibly the worst person that you can lose to. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that I mean that sums up my uh, running backs of interest. Yeah, I mean definitely. I think that's the running backs of interest. There are a couple of tight ends out there. You've mentioned. Gusicki. Uh Mo Ali Cox, big game with Jack Doyle out and Paris Campbell taking a early bath. Uh and then surprisingly, I don't I don't think anybody expected it from Dak, but uh Schultz, the 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 tight end two for the Cowboys, had quite quite a game. Uh ended with a significantly more impressive stat line than I think anyone expected. Uh, Week one, four targets, one reception, 11 yards. Week two, 10 targets, nine receptions, 88 yards, and a touchdown. The the lone passing touchdown from Dak Prescott last week. Uh, 
don't know how yeah severe. i mean I, I mean he did a few other things that might be a bit impressive but i think we'll get into that later <laughs> you really meant what are you doing is that i'm pouring a drink <laughs> this is nice. uh hard, this is hard seltzer because i want to drink but gotta look after the calories <laughs> that's a nice psa from the ffuk boys there uh now, what about... I'm really sorry, but I have to let you go. It's not personal. Ah, I'm gonna kill myself! Who are you going to be putting in that situation? Is there anyone Ooh. on your team that's disappointed enough for you to be letting go? I mean, for I've, me... I've got, I've got um, a few that I could... Uh, I, I, love, I love him, and I'm not sure about it yet. But Cam Akers, he's not been impressive. He's not been given the work, and he's getting and he's getting injured. Mm. It's a hard hard to keep hold of him when there are only so many spots on your bench, and you need to pick up valuable assets. Uh, the other one is Naheem Hines. What's I think he could have value in certain games. But I don't think he's going to have value until about week nine, which is kind of a hard, big ask because I think all of the games coming up, which includes a bye in week seven, the uh, Colts aren't going to be chasing, so they're not going to be using him as a passing downs back. And Jonathan Taylor has clearly shown that he's the lead horse there uh, in the one week we have. Maybe it will change next week, but... I think if they're up, they're going to be leaning on Taylor. Barring injury, I think Naheem Hines may have seen his best days behind him. And t- but if you've got the space and you can stash him till late season, might be worth it. But I don't know personally. Now, what about uh, someone who I know again is potentially going to be a, a personal bugbear of yours? And I apologise to AJ Green. Uh, two disappointing weeks in a row. Obviously, he missed the entirety of 2019. Uh, but coming back any week throughout the entire year. Uh, is, think, it, is, what, are you, what are your feelings? I think I'm going to hold on AJ Green. Because the targets are there. I'm not sure yet if it's just a lack of chemistry or if it's he's lost a step. I, I'm not, or if they're, or if Joe Burrow's just not, not throwing the good throws to him. A lot, a lot of the targets have been either incredibly difficult catch. or or yeah. impossible to catch. Yeah, but he is eighth in terms of most targeted players over two weeks. That's that's what I mean. Like, there's a high potential there. And if him and Joe Burrow, you know, maybe they go out for a beer and a cigar after a game, and they, and they, and they really get they really get a good friendship going, uh, maybe we could maybe we could see the old AJ Green come back. Mm. I think I think I'm willing to hold for another week at least, just to sort of timidly test the waters on him. Yeah, um, one for me that's. Eating me on the edge as well, uh, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, he's He was never elite, but he was always a good wide receiver too, and that's fine. Uh, he doesn't appear to have a rapport with Philip Rivers, and he appears to have forgotten how to catch. 
two weeks on the trot, he's had significant drops uh, on completely catchable passes. I mean, he dropped a 44-yard touchdown uh, this week, just gone. Previously, he dropped a important fourth and three attempt or something like that. Uh, again, it might be a case for me. I, I think I'm going to hold because Paris Campbell is out. So maybe some of those targets get re, uh, redistributed, including to him, maybe to Naheem Hines as well. Um, but there are some definite, there's definitely some people not being used as we expected them to be used. Uh, including Julio Jones. I'm not saying drop him for a single second. Uh, but Please he, trade him. Trade him to me. I will take him off your hands. Don't you worry. He, he took... He only got four targets in week two. Yeah, I mean, Calvin Ridley is turning into a beast. I, I really, yeah. really wish I would have taken him in this draft. I had him last year and I, I loved him then. Yeah, Calvin now, Ridley double digits in two... Uh, two consecutive week double do double digit targets. Uh, same with Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson is uh, leading leading the Steelers in targets. Very impressive. Yeah, I mean it's sad for our boy Juju, but hey ho. But Juju's moved back to the slot, which is where he excelled. Um, but Jerry Judy as a as a rookie, um, putting in eight targets and seven targets with Cortland Sutton out. Uh, more experience, I can only see that going up. Uh, again, as I'm, I'm not advocating him as a drop. I'm just bringing him up because I saw him on the list. Uh, now, next week, we have quite an interesting slate of games uh, that we were looking into. If we break down maybe the first handful and then we'll do the next on our next episode. Uh Thursday night. The most interesting game of the week. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's most exciting teams that are definitely going to be in the playoffs. Uh, now, do you right. want Fitzmagic or Mustache Mania? I mean, joke, joke, jokes aside, I think, I think the Jaguars have been a lot more impressive than anyone thought they would be. Uh, I think Gardner Minshew is, he is a man, an impressive man. Uh, I think he's fun. I, I, I'm glad the Jaguars aren't just tanking, even though they kind of are. But, I mean, they'll, they'll probably just trade something with someone and trade up. Who knows? But, yeah, I think the Jaguars are a lot more fun to watch than I think anyone sort of thought they would be. Uh, and also, I think the Dolphins have been a lot worse than people have sort of thought they would be. I mean, they've stayed competitive, like, fairly. They haven't been blow, completely blown out. But I think Fitzmagic is, <laughs> Fitzmagic is waning. And I think Tua Tagovailoa is waiting in the wings. So yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think it's too many weeks before we see the rookie. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that, personally. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you and I, we've got a bet on, do we say half the season or...? Yeah, I think the bet was... It was that Tua plays more games, starts more games than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm. Yeah, so I'm beginning to wonder about that. Um, Then, of course, we've got uh, Minshew himself, who is doing... I think people like Minshew because he's very likable. He's he's a lot of fun. Very very eccentric. 
Yeah. Very interesting character. Low draft pick. Everybody loves a low draft pick. Uh, they're yeah. just fight. They're just fighting for their dream. So he's doing. He's doing a lot more with it than people expected. I think. Um, now, what about uh, their running back room, James Robinson? Uh, they, my my regret of dropping to waivers, but uh, like as I, I think he's he's getting a lot of a carries and uh, carries or opportunities. They're what you look for. They're the only really sort of thing you can sort of guess at based in fantasy football. Like you don't know if they're going to break off a big run, but if they get a lot of chances to do it, it's a lot more likely. Yeah. Yeah, he played seventy uh, percent of snaps in week one, and then only fifty-eight in week two. Uh, is that cause of cons- for concern with you, or? I think it, well, his percentage of carries was still pretty high. I believe I can't remember because so it was a hundred percent in week one. Yeah, uh, and yeah, uh, but. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade a lot or pay a lot up for him. But like, if you can get him cheap or get him on the waivers, yeah, go for it. Like, if Menchu Mania keeps going and he can get some goal line opportunities, could be, could be a little, little flex play, weekly yeah. flex play. I think. Yeah, uh, DJ Chark is quietly having a good season. Uh, Keelan Cole has been quietly uh, there doing well with uh, seven targets week two, five targets week one, uh, 47 yards and 58 yards, respectively. Uh, I don't think anyone necessarily expected any uh, Jags wide receiver two to do anything, uh, but someone to someone to monitor quite possibly out there on the waiver wire, especially if we're going to see more injuries like we have done in the first couple of weeks. Uh, on the giant side, as we mentioned, unfortunately, Saquon Barkley, done for the season with that ACL, got injured on consecutive plays. First of all, his elbow, and then he went off, uh, came back on, and horrible sideways jarring with his knee. Um, so, yeah, Barkley is out. We've got the wide receivers uh, for the uh, Giants. Slayton had a Great week one, and then dropped off the face of the earth week two. Uh, six targets, three receptions for 33. But Evan Ingram, uh, still not quite able to get things going. I mean, he had an okay game. He had eight targets, six receptions, 65 yards, which is admirable. It's not bad for a tight end, but not what you would want from your tight end six or seven on the season with the draft capital you potentially put into him. Maybe we'll see him get a few more targets with Saquon out. Uh, Browns versus the Washington football team. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) uh, Hopefully Cleveland... I mean, you got Cleveland, you got quite a lot of action. You've got Odell, Jarvis, Landry, you've got Kareem Hunt, you've got Nick Chubb, uh, potentially Baker, uh, I think. But on the other side, the Washington football team have looked pretty stout on defense. They 
they've got quite a few big time players. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how their line holds up. Yeah, they've done a, a lot better than we expected. Uh, Jarvis Landry, real disappointment last week. Uh, six targets week one and then three in week two uh, compared to Beckham with 10 and six. He, if you, uh, they just didn't pass the ball. Uh, we, this is what we expected from the Browns' offense, uh, which led to Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb both having fantastic games on Thursday last week. Do we think that's what we're going to be seeing moving forward? Just a more kind of ground and pound approach, 1A, 1B, and then flinging it when necessary? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the key to the Browns' success. I mean, they've got two absolute studs in Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb. Uh, I think any team would be happy to have even one of them. But to yeah. have both of them, I mean, obviously they got him because of off the field. They got Hunt because of off-field issues. I mean, yeah, we're not going to condone hitting a woman. But when you can run like that, you know you're going to get a contract. Uh, and anyway, I... Th- <laughs> I think it'll be interesting to see how 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 both teams fare this week. Yeah, on the uh, on the Washington Center ball, uh, Antonio Gibson getting a bit more work, uh, not enough to be startable yet, but maybe flexible. Uh, we've got him. Uh, I know what you're you're trying to do, F one, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, Antonio Gibson, nine rushes for 36 yards week one and then 13 for 55 on week two, as well as his first rushing TD. I think we're going to see more and more of Antonio Gibson. But go on, talk about your boy. Start up your engines, boys. The F1 is here. The McLaren Express. Uh, I think he is he's a great player. If he had even like an okay quarterback he would definitely be a top wide receiver and I'm just I'm kind of hoping they sort of somehow either Alex Smith comes back and is Alex Smith of old or they trade or because yeah I, I don't know Dwayne Haskins is not not impressing me still no he's he's very much a game manager he hasn't done anything wrong He's running a bit more than he was. He's he's doing fine, uh, Haskins, but he's not. He's not worth the number two overall pick, was it? Was it number uh, two? I can't. I think Haskins was kind of late round, but I can't remember exactly. Uh, you look that up. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to say it, but it's it's almost to that point now where I'm saying it. I think that uh, fifteen. Great. Yeah, sorry, he they, was pick fifteen. They should if if the if they can string together a few wins and they think they might have a shot. I think they should uh, trade for Matthew Stafford. The most controversial thing a Lions fan could say. <laughs> okay. But I'm sorry. I think the Lions organization has done Matthew Stafford day. And I, I'd rather, I think he should have success. I think this is more about you personally just wanting to see Matthew Stafford just throw the ball to Terry and then you can just oh, absolutely yeah. finish yourself off. Yes, I know. Oh, anyone, anyone that's 
good throwing him the ball. I uh, I can't stand having that bigger talent being wasted. Well, Both hopefully of, with Kenny Golladay's injury, hopefully. Uh, I mean, I'm hoping that Kenny Golladay coming back is going to like miraculously cure every woe of our coaches being awful. But I don't think it will. Uh, and to be honest, Kelly Golladay, he's he's good, but he's not like the number one receiver in the league or anything. Like, he can barely get separation. Like he's just pretty good at catching, pretty good at running. Like, and if he's trying to get paid like the number one wide receiver in the league, he's going. He's not staying because there's no way we're paying him like that because he, like, unfortunately, doesn't really. I mean, he had a good touchdown season. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know if he deserves the, to be the highest paid receiver in the league. Welcome to the Self-Hating Lions podcast with your host, Craig Phelps. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're, we're going to get deep into that. Deep into that soon. I think let's maybe take off before we do. Um, given <laughs> that we were talking about the Browns and the oh, Washington yeah. football team. I cut all of this <laughs> uh no it's good to have a bit of personality that people get to know us just just cut the self-hating i don't i don't even know why did i pick to i'm, I'm from england i can pick any any team i liked and i, I picked the worst team uh, uh, not the now, worst but close the to. uh the eagles owen two go up against the bengals owen two but one of these teams will walk away with the W unless it's a draw. Yeah, a tie, as they call it. Uh, now, I think it's fair to say Carson Wentz has been disappointing. Uh, I saw a post on the Pick 6 podcast Facebook page. Someone was saying that uh, uh, Carson Wentz played in 2017 amazingly. He was in MVP conversation. He was absolutely fantastic, yes. But he's had more seasons similar to this one. When are people going to start realizing that 2017 was the outlier, not every other year? It's. I mean, I'm going to stick up for Carson Wentz a little bit here. Who is he throwing the ball to? Exactly. He's <laughs> like, he's got Ertz. He's got uh, Goddard. And then he's two tight ends. Like yeah. they shouldn't be your primary receivers. Uh, everyone else is injured or either. Yeah, he needs yeah, some help. Uh, his main target at the moment is but, a. But Miles Sanders is back, so that's a nice little. He's very back, isn't he? He had a good performance yeah. last week. Uh, yeah. But yeah, his two targets at the moment you've got Deshaun Jackson, uh, aging speedster at 33, or Jalen Rager, uh, rookie speedster. It's not an ideal. Uh, it's not an ideal package for you to be able to garner fantasy or real life success from. Uh, on the Bengal side, Joe Burrow needed 61 attempts last week <laughs> to manage to get himself uh, 325, 316 yards off 61 attempts. It's not great, um, but there's definitely room for improvement. His Offensive line is just it, it's it's working against him. The poor guy, he's running for his life most of the time. It's the same reason Mixon hasn't seemed to uh, the success we're hoping or expecting. 
he's just constantly fighting to get anything. Mixon, the more I see his play, the more when I just watch him, he's lucky to get three yards half the time. Um, and obviously, we need Zach Taylor to start utilizing him somehow, but the blocking scheme just isn't working out there. You got nothing to add on that, just a sad face. Like, I'm just slowly dying inside every week. Joe Mixon plays and looking at his schedule, it's not getting any better. Uh, yeah, like, I, I've made a horrible mistake. Uh, this this is what happens when you drink at your drafts. Uh, you get a bit caught up in, like, tiny little things you sort of think and feel. This is your uh, second round pick, unless I'm very much mistaken. Oh yeah. So well, it wasn't a great pick. I was going to say, if that's what, if that's the effect of drinking at your draft, I dread to think about your third round onwards. Christ. I think I got better later on. Maybe, maybe it's because I was too sober for that pick. Maybe, maybe. I was, like, I was yeah. listening. I was reading too many graphs and not thing, not just going with the uh, hearts. You were taking it pretty seriously um and last one we'll do today uh patriots raiders uh cam newton i think it's safe to say he's back he's done very very well um edelman lots of targets ninkiel harry performed well uh, much better than expected after week one the running back room in new england I mean, yeah, Joe. Is, oh, sorry, I've already mentioned him, Cam Newton. Yeah, that's yeah, about so, it. Yeah. I mean, so, Sony Michelle's been poor. Uh, James White was out because of uh, family issues of his father dying in a car crash. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, that Prayers is re- really, really deep. Uh, not much else to say about that, really. Uh I don't know the the set, the running backs aren't really a game I want in on. No, um, and the uh, tight end is uh, I was Azzy Azzy. I think I, I, I don't know. no idea. I think that's it. Uh, yeah, rocking a solid two goose, Devin Azzy Azzy, but. Um, then on the other side of the ball, we got the Raiders. We got Josh Jacobs, who unfortunately had two touchdowns bolted off him. Uh, he, but he did break 100 yards again on uh, on Monday Night Football. 115, something like that. Uh, he had touchdown bolted off him by Darren Waller and then another one bolted by the fullback. Uh, you got to start Josh Jacobs. Derek Carr doing a lot better than I expected. Um, less dangerous. Maybe it was because he was against New Orleans, but New Orleans is supposed to be a at least half-decent defense. And Derek Carr managed to put together 282 yards and three touchdowns uh, against them. A lot of that was Darren Waller. Uh, 16 targets last week, which is spectacular but the Patriots D I don't think is as scary as it once was uh, Patrick Chung Dante Hightower we've already mentioned uh, as uh, COVID holdouts 
I like watching your facial expressions throughout this. Sorry, I'm really struggling to open this uh, bottle of bathtub gin. It's like sealed with wax or some sh something like that, and it's it's pretty difficult to open. I, I mean, I'm... just need to pull the plug on it. Get it? Bathtub gin. Pull the plug. There it is. Go on. Go on. Go on. Oh, there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers for that advice. Is it open? It is. Is there gin I, all over I... your lap? There is, and my laptop. Excellent. Oh, excellent. Fantastic. Good. But I oh. can now drink. <laughs> oh, that's the important thing. I'm probably going to have a beer as well. Anyway, on that note, I think that's it. We've uh, wrapped up our waivers. We've wrapped up last week's recap, and we've broken down a couple of the upcoming games. I do still have one, one important part to go through. Go on. That is... Our pick for FFUK Boy of the Week. Ah, uh, yes. The Golden God! Who's Please. your nomination? Uh, well, I'm wearing it on my chest, loud and proud. Dak Prescott. What a man. He had a terrible start to the game, but he ended up with 450 yards passing three rushing touch rushing touchdowns so even in four point per passing the man was a beast and then he threw another little touchdown as well mm. and the cowboys won the game which yeah that was which, that was a hell of a game actually that was incredible but yeah, that was the coaching the, the coaching on that falcons onside kick recovery was non-existent that was terrible they just watched the ball it was like I mean, I, I, I never see onside kicks get done well, so I was happy just to see that. Did you see like, how casually the kicker kicked it? It, it literally, it was like he was kicking a can down the street. So. <laughs> I loved it. Um, other nominations, uh, Josh Allen, I know he was... No, you have to just make your pick. You can't just give nominations. <sighs> you, get, you get one boy, that is it. Well, in that case, I mean, I want to say Alvin Kamara because he fought valiantly to get me back uh, into winning. I want to say Darren Waller because he too fought valiantly. But unfortunately, I think it's got to be Aaron Jones. Uh, Jones. He, I mean, in our league with uh, half point per first down and full PPR, etc., etc., he got 50 points. Um, he ended up with 18 rushing attempts for 168 yards, two rushing touchdowns, five rushing first downs, eight targets, four receptions, 68 yards, and a receiving touchdown. We were talking about touchdown regression coming to him, saying, oh, there's no chance he'll score 16 touchdowns this season. Uh, it's, not every week. it's not every week you play the Lions. No, that's true, but he has already got... <laughs> he's already got... Uh, for one, two, three, four over two games. At this rate, he's going to finish with 32. Uh, yeah. But no, you're right. It's not every week. Appar appar nice. Apparently, the Vikings defense is also not good anymore. But I, I think... Neither they... is the Vikings offense. My God, what happened Oh, there? God. Kirk Cousins did not do well. Anyone that anyone that started Kirk Cousins in like a super flex... I mean, RIP. Sorry that you lost last week. But... Yeah, Kirk Cousins... Uh, Six point per passing touchdown ended with 1.52 points, 113 pass yards, three interceptions. Wow, I think someone might be missing Stefan Diggs, who is uh, 
conversely, doing quite well. 13 targets, 153 yards, and a touchdown last week. Well, yeah, he's uh, just Stefan Diggs has just suddenly turned Josh Allen into a whole another quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's flinging the ball around. He's still got the rushing. Stefan Diggs uh, can always run past a mountain to catch the ball, and Josh Allen could always run the ball, f- throw the ball over the mountain. So that's per, per match made in heaven. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Uh, thank you very Absolutely. much for listening, everyone. Uh, follow us on social at FFUK oh, Boys. I've got, I've got, well, one more thing, actually, just very uh, quickly. Go on. I'm going to say thank you to Sleeper because yeah. I, won, I won their Sleeper Squares the yeah. first, Woo. first quarter. So I got 100 cookies and the Raiders mascot. Nice. Yeah. Well thank you, Sleeper. Thank, um, thank you, Sleeper Kev. Not a, not a sponsor, but Sleeper. Uh, genuinely a really, really great fantasy app. If you're not using it, I'm going to petition our league to move over to it next next year. But yeah, absolutely, it's, it's a great platform. Anyway, yeah, good, good to speak, it's good to speak, talk at you, you. guys, <laughs> talk uh, at you. So yeah, yeah well, we like, will subscribe, be... comment, yeah. send some love, send some questions, send some hate. Who cares? Come on, bring it on. Yeah, uh, Twitter at FFUK Boys, Instagram Fantasy Football UK. Uh, we're available on Apple everywhere leaves a review ideally five stars that would be nice five stars and trash ups don't care but the stars are what matter um, we're also on email uh, the FFUK boys at gmail.com that's the FFUK boys at gmail.com send us a question we will read it out we will ridicule you we will take bets with you we'll do whatever you fancy yeah Fab. right thank you very much Join us later in the week. Uh, Much love. Bye-bye, everybody. Peace. Peace indeed. Thanks for listening to us. We're bored. (laughs) This is brilliant. All right. Catch you later, guys. Bye.